0: Square Squared Sports Landframe Podcast. We're back on the road again for this special episode number 52. But MLB playoffs, ALCS, and NLCS starting at Red Sox. Won that series. College football week six just wrapped up. NFL week five, and so much more. Stay tuned. Squared Sports land Landframe episode number 52. Let's hop into it. Now, let's start with episode 52, how we always do with their headlines in the NBA. We've got so much news going on in the NBA right now. Russell Westbrook had nine turnovers in in the Lakers preseason game, okay? Just preseason. But the NBA starts next Tuesday, everybody. Okay? We have a big NBA episode next week. But the NBA starts next Tuesday. Russell Westbrook. You know, we're tough. Preseason game Ben Simmons is going to return to the Sixers. So much more. And Kyrie Irving probably not going to play this season. We'll, make that, we'll talk about more about that later. we got a big Lakers segment coming up in this episode. But, you know, a bunch of news going on in the NBA so far. Ben Simmons returning to the Sixers. Like I said, it's going to be interesting to see how all that plays out. This season is he going to get traded. The deadline is he still going to get traded? Is he still one out? All that, all that. And just interesting to see. I mean, Kyrie Irving, he's probably not going to play it all the season. Leave your thoughts on that in the comment section. But, let's more to the NFL, everybody. We got a bunch of nuances it's not just about week five everybody okay John Gruden head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders he's gone out okay interesting thing to see you know you say last week when all when like the first email leaked you didn't think he'd resign or anything now he's resigning because a bunch of more stuff came out It's right the only person I feel bad for in this whole entire situation is Derek Carr because now that Raiders season is fully done okay because you can't roll special teams interim coach with, I mean, I'll give a sneak peek and score a sports NFL flag day. Um, they're playing the Broncos this week. The Raiders are a better team than the Broncos. But I just think they lose that game. And I think they lose by a lot just because of everything going on. Okay, I think Greg Olson, their offense coordinator, should have been their interim coach because he's a great offense coordinator, one of the best in the league. But he's not. Okay, this is just an interesting thing to think about. John Gruden out as the Raiders head coach. Okay, just Mark Davis was like, John Gruden was Mark Davis' dream head coach. Ten years, $100 million. Only got three years out of him. That's all I'm trying to say here. Interesting to think about. Okay, John Gruden out as the Las Vegas head coach. Leave your thoughts in the comment section about that. But John Gruden as the Vegas head coach. Rams go on Thursday night football, and they beat Seattle Seahawks, everybody. What a game that was. Okay, Geno Smith comes in. We're going to talk about Geno Smith later in the Squared Sports NFL game day. But just what a game by Matthew Stafford. This team's rolling, okay? Rams are a really, really good team. Even bounce a great bounce-back win by Matthew Stafford after a tough loss to the Cardinals the week before. 4-1-1. Los Angeles Rams the season, definitely a top-five team in the NFL, in my eyes. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, everybody, okay, we're all concerned about Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, they lost to the Rams, they almost lost to the Patriots, everything going on. They beat the Dolphins 45-17. to When you have a backup quarterback coming in the game in the NFL because you're up by so much, you know you're doing something right. We never see that in the NFL where a quarterback has to come in because you're up by so much. We really don't see that. And when we do see, it, it's really by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. Last year, it happened when they played Detroit Lions. Blaine Garrett played the whole entire second half. Blaine Garrett came in in this game. Interesting thing to think about Mike Evans went off two touchdowns. Should have had him your fantasy team. Had 29 points. What a game by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What a game by Tom Brady. What a game by Mike Evans. What a game plan by Bruce Arians and Byron Lefwich. But they're not the only team on fire right now with a great game last week and great offense game plan. The Chargers of Los Angeles are rolling, everybody. Okay, I said there's a chance they start 1-6. I didn't say they would start 1-6, and And they're not. They didn't. 4-1, this Chargers team looking like a top-five team in the NFL. Justin Herbert just going off. And what shows me on the Browns side, you can't win a shootout. Not because of your offense, not because of Baker Mayfield's inability to be clutch late in games. It's because their defense. Okay, they have a good defense, but their second theory is absolutely just horrible right now. Okay, it's depleted, everything like that. Okay, you got Grant Delpit hurt. You got a bunch of guys hurt. You know, you got that rookie from Northwestern, first-round pick struggling a little bit. Interesting thing to think about here. Okay, but Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, great running game. Great game. And what a great game that was. Okay, 49-42. I mean, NFL kickers, Chargers missed an extra point when it was 42-41. It's interesting thing to think about. What a comeback win by Justin Herbert. What a game by Justin Herbert. I benched my fantasy football league, and I lost by one point just because of that. I will never do that again. I'm sorry, Justin Herbert. What a game. 42 fantasy points. What a game by Justin Herbert what a game, what a, I mean, just, this team's rolling at the right time, Justin Herbert progresses week by week so much, okay, you know, and like I always said, you, I had him ranked over to a tongue of a low, and we'll talk more about that later, with Dolphins and everything going on there, but you just, Dolphins probably should have taken Justin Herbert at the number five pick, looking like the best quarterback from that draft class, you can say what you want about Joe Burrow, but interesting thing to think about Chargers, Justin Herbert, they definitely got, right, this team's got a very, very bright future, but I want to talk about Dallas Cowboys here for one second, everybody, okay, before the season, when we did training camp talks in the summer, I said, after, the Cowboys are going to lose week one to the Buccaneers. But after week one, they're not losing until week eight or whatever week it was against Kansas City Chiefs. That's late November. It's November 21st that game. And they might win that game now. Okay, this team hasn't lost a game since that Buccaneers game. This team's on fire at the right time. I picked my Giants to win that game. How, would I, how was I supposed to know? Jabril Peppers was going to be out as a game-time decision. Darius Slayton wouldn't play. Stolen-Shepard wouldn't play. Okay, those are all game-time decisions pretty much. And then Kenny Galladay, Saquon, Kadarius Toney, and Deon Jones will not finish that game. Okay, interesting thing to think about here. Cowboys, what a game that was. You know, just being my New York Giants, winning a rivalry game, what a game that was, but the was Cowboys. Now, the Arizona Cardinals, everybody, still the only undefeated team in the NFL. Okay, go up against the electric rookie quarterback, Trance. we're going to talk more about him, all the rookie quarterbacks, in the top five. But what a game that was by the Arizona Cardinals, everybody, winning that game over San Francisco 49ers. Interesting to think about what a game that was. Arizona Crowd staying undefeated. The Buffalo Bills, last team we talked talk about here. On Sunday Night Football, everybody, what a game. Just what a game. I picked the Chiefs to win that game, but the Bills won. 38-20. I love this Josh Allen, Dawson Ox connection going on here, okay? Just the Bills team's just great. Josh Allen's the most athletic quarterback in the NFL. One, maybe one of the most athletic players in the NFL. Okay, interesting to think about. Bills, probably the best team in the NFL. Leave your thoughts on that in the comment section. That's about it for the headlines this week. Buffalo Bills, everybody, let me add this right here. Buffalo Bills, you go all up against the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. I picked the Chiefs to win that game. The Bills won 38-20. I love this Josh Allen, Dawson Knox connection that's going on here. Okay, the Bills are rolling at the right time. They're playing good, sound football. It's probably the best team in the NFL, in my opinion. Leave your thoughts in the comments section. You think the Bills are the best team in the NFL. They just might be. Okay, but the team I ranked the best team in the NFL last week was the Baltimore Ravens, and they go down 22-6 on Monday Night Football. Against Indianapolis Colts, because Jonathan Taylor goes insane. I've done 31 points in my fantasy football league. I need 31 points. Jonathan Taylor got me 32 points. Mark Andrews, though, exploded in the fourth quarter. Okay, I'm another one of my leagues. Also came back for me in that one. But Mark Andrews had two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. A great game for Mark Andrews. Great game for Lamar Jackson. Comeback win. The best passing game Lamar Jackson's career. If you're a Lamar Jackson hater, you're just wrong. Okay, Lamar Jackson, what a great game. Being the Colts on Monday Night Football, that's about for the headlines this week. Now, Squared Sports NFL Game Day, everybody, week six edition. Okay, we did okay on Squared Sports NFL Game Day, week five, but we want to step it up this week. We're going to get that perfect record. Let's hop into it. Vikings, Panthers, not Thursday Night Football. Song. But still, great game. Vikings, Panthers, you know, a bunch of teams are on bye weeks this week 49ers, Saints, a bunch of other teams. So let's do Vikings, Panthers start out. Okay, I have the Panthers in this one. Close. You know, they haven't won a game, the Panthers, since Christian McCaffrey's been out. Okay, they lost to the Cowboys in a close game, and then they just blew it against Eagles in that game. Okay, they deserved, I mean, they played well. For three quarters and maybe a half of that game. And then they just kind of just imploded late in the fourth quarter, the Panthers in that game. So I'm taking the Panthers to win this one. But close, Christian McCaffrey better become back for my fantasy football team. I'm taking the Panthers in this one. Bucks Eagles, everybody. Okay, the Bucks smothered and slaughtered the Dolphins last week. And I expect them to do the same to the Eagles this week. Give me the Buccaneers in this one over the Eagles. Let's go quick here. Chargers Ravens going to be a great game. Okay, uh, MVP cans K- on both sides. Okay, Justin Herbert and Lamar Jackson. But I do have. The Ravens coming on top here, which, I mean, it's at home for the Ravens. That's why I have them win this game. Just the home field advantage uh, factor. And even if it was home for the Chargers, Chargers don't have the biggest fan base in the world, and the Ravens might have one of the biggest fan bases in the NFL. I'm taking the Ravens. This one, very, very close, maybe another shootout. Give me the Ravens, 35-32 over the Los Angeles Chargers. Cardinals, Browns, everybody, I mean, just a great game. Baker Mayfield going against Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, 1-0 against Baker Mayfield. I don't think Odell and the Browns get going here. I don't think Baker and the Browns get going here. Back to back losses for the Browns. Getting their third loss in the season. Give me the Arizona Cardinals. This one staying undefeated. Raiders Broncos, everybody. Okay, you asked me last week or even two days ago. I'm saying Raiders big in this one. I'm picking Broncos big in this one now. You know, just it's, it's, it's a terrible situation for Derek Carr. It's just you're not going to win with the special teams coordinator in his first game as an interim head coach. You just won't. Give me the Broncos in this one, but close. Cowboys Patriots, everybody. Okay, this is going to be a good game. Maybe back and forth a little bit. It's going to start off back and forth a little bit because historically in his career, Dak Prescott struggles against the Patriots. He played them once, I think, and he did terrible in that game. But Bill Belichick does not figure him out in this game. I think Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard, look out for the run game in this one. Smother that Patriots ran defense. Mac Jones going to start off well in this one. He doesn't finish the game well. Game the Cowboys in this one, but close. Seahawks Steelers everybody. Good games can be good again. GM Smith time. Though. Okay, Judith Smith Schuster is out for the rest of the season. I don't think they won this one. Give me the Seahawks in this one. Close. Bills, Titans. Everybody, the last game we're gonna pick here. Okay, Monday Night Football. Last year it was Tuesday Night Football. Wednesday Night Football. Whatever it was. Bills, Titans. Cause all the COVID, everything going on there. But I do have the Bills getting a redemption in this one over Derrick Henry. No Josh Norman for Derrick Henry step on this time. Give me the Bills in this one, but close. That's about it for Screw Sports NFL again this week. Let's get that. one. All right, top five, everybody. This week's top five. You know, we got to see Trey Lance in action last week. We got to see Justin Fields get his first win or get another win as starting quarterback for the Bears. You know, we got to see every rookie quarterback in action last week. All five of them. All first first round picks. So, let's rank them all. The top five rookie quarterbacks, not based on potential, not based on either future or they're going to make the Hall of Fame or anything like that. So far this season, Trevor Lawrence hasn't been the best rookie quarterback this year. I can tell you that. Okay, so let's hop into top five rookie quarterbacks this season right now. Five trillion, just not enough information on him yet. Kay had a good game when he came in against Seahawks. He had a seven-year touch at Debo Samuel. And then he played fine last week, only put up 10 points on the board. So, you know, you just have to kind of rate really Trayland's from five here no, as no career wins yet. But three, five, four. Trevor Lawrence, everybody, it's not really his fault. No career wins for Trevor Lawrence yet. Not really his fault, but you, you can't really put any guys. I mean, Trevor Lawrence above Mac Jones is playing well. Justin Fields is playing pretty well. And Zach Wilson was playing pretty well. So we're putting Trevor Lawrence at number four, everybody. Number three, Justin Fields. Okay, Justin Fields, good quarterback. Hasn't been great so far, but he's got the job done. Has a starting job now. Permanently, you know, unless something happens and he plays terrible. Andy Dalton or Justin Fields gets hurt and Andy Dalton has to come in. But Justin Fields has looked pretty good so far. Has looked pretty solid. Third best quarterback, Justin Fields. Number two, Zach Wilson, everybody. Zach Wilson's shown flashes. He's gone wins against the Titans. He almost had comeback win against the Falcons last week in London. So we're going to give him the pass on that four reception, like, first half game against Patriots and a couple other games. Had a rough start to the Falcons game. They played better in the second half. So Zach Wilson has been the second best quarterback this year. But number one, we got the guy who threw 19 straight completions against the reigning NFL champions, Super Bowl champions, Mac Jones, quarterback from Alabama, New England Patriots starting quarterback, beat out former MVP Cam Newton in the preseason. And that was a great decision by Bill Belichick. Living up to the hype so far, Mac Jones looking great. Yeah, you can say he's on the best team, but he's also playing the best. Mac Jones is the best quarterback so far. Honestly, in my opinion, underperforming is the way I would describe this rookie class so far. Okay, yeah, it's year one. We're not even halfway through the season. But it's just been a little bit underperforming by guys like Trevor Lawrence. I kind of expect this from Zach Wilson. Justin Fields, you could say you expect to be a little bit better. And same with Lance. That's what I'm trying to say here. That's about for Top 5 this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. I didn't know but you know did you know we usually do we usually do a fun fact we usually do something cool But you know I just thought this was really interesting So we're gonna make our didn't you know episode number 52 special episode number 52 Okay, did you know the first place scrimmage and the last place scrimmage in the Texas OU game were touchdowns The first place scrimmage in the game besides kickoffs and everything like that first place scrimmage Was like Xavier Worthy 79-year touchdown for Michigan commit Xavier Worthy has 79-year touchdown to open the game and then, the last play of the game, with like 10 seconds left, last play of scrimmage in that game, Candy Brooks breaks away in a 33 yard rushing touchdown. So, the last play of scrimmage, and then the first play of scrimmage was a Xavier Worthy touchdown. I couldn't find out the last time that happened. Probably hasn't been a well. while. What a great rivalry game. That was probably the best I've seen. You can put that above the 2018 Dicker the Kicker game. I mean, Sam Langer, great game that was. Not going to disrespect him or anything. Last year was a great game also with Spencer Rattler's uh, comeback. But Spencer Rattler, talk about Himmler. Caleb Williams, great game. Talk by Himmler. And everything like that, everything between great comeback, great decision by Lincoln rallied, putting Caleb Williams. That's about Didn't know this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Right, let's take things down South Beach with the Miami Dolphins. They got a dilemma. What's called the Dolphins' dilemma, everybody? Okay, they want they took two Let's go back to the 2020 NFL Draft. They took two Valo with the fifth overall pick from Alabama. Okay, get back. Rookie seasons are over. They didn't make the playoffs. We're a 10 16. Tua struggles a little bit. Justin Herbert wins a rookie of the year. Now it's just they're off to a terrible to Tua gets hurt early in the season. Justin Herbert looks like he's gonna be maybe the MVP this year. Off to a great start. And you know, it's I feel bad for Brian Flores' this whole situation. Because they're having a terrible season so far, the Dolphins. Let's say it. They're having a terrible season. You can you can say it. Having a really bad season, Miami Dolphins. Last year's Miami Dolphins team wouldn't have lost forty five to the Buccaneers. I mean, they probably would have lost. They probably would have been by more than one possession. But it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been a blot. You wouldn't have had Blaine Gabbert come into that game. You wouldn't have. Okay, that's all I'm trying to say. You could say, oh, Jacob Brissett was in that game, not Tua. Uh, but the Dolphins team's in trouble, okay? And you plan out the seeds and everything. It's going to get put on Brian Flores or Chris Greer. And, you know, it should probably get put on Chris Greer. I like Chris Greer. He's a good GM. He's probably a top 15 GM in the NFL. But you think things through. You don't think Xavier Howard situation. Terrible. Okay, yeah, you didn't pay him, then you ended up paying him, but it just doesn't work out like that, okay? You can say, oh, Steven Ross' decision to take Tua Tongvaloa, yeah. But Chris Greer might have also sits on that. Chris Greer might have also wanted Tua Tongvaloa. Okay, then you do the whole Ryan Fitzpatrick thing, which can also be maybe put on Brian Forrest for giving Tua, too much like leeway and everything. The rookie season. Just all oh, I'm trying to say here. interesting thing to think about here, the Dolphins in trouble? Are the Dolphins going to get back to prominence? Okay, maybe not. Maybe they will. Does Chris Greer deserve to be fired? Is Brian Flores the right man for the job? Or should they take a QB, trade for a QB, in the offseason? That's on trust here. That's about for my Dolphins dilemma. Interesting things to think about here with this Miami team. Okay, not the best team of Florida, not close to it. That's part of the Dolphins dilemma. Okay, the Los Angeles Lakers are compelling to me. I want to switch things over to the NBA here for a second. The Los Angeles Lakers are compelling to me because they're playing their stars in the preseason. It's not working out. And you know we're going to say at least five times a season, oh, they're not even going to make it to the playoffs. Oh, Russell Westbrook, LeBron, AD, it's not going to work when you blow them up by the end of the season. That's what it's going to say. We're going to say that at least five times a season. It's a guarantee. I can guarantee you of that. Okay, that's going to happen. I'm not saying there's no chance they win the championship. I'm not saying there's no chance they make the playoffs. It's not, I'm not saying that they're not going to have a good season. I'm just saying. That there's gonna be points where they struggle and we're all gonna hop off the bandwagon. We're all gonna go crazy. We're all gonna say Russell Westbrook's overrated. We're all gonna say ED's not fully healthy. we're all gonna say LeBron just doesn't have it anymore. Okay? That's not what I'm trying to say. Skip Bale's gonna say, everybody's gonna say it. Okay? But you think things through. Russell Westbrook had nine turnovers in that preseason game. It's a preseason game. You're saying, why are you so overreacting to a preseason game? Russell Westbrook certainly wasn't. He said, oh, it's just preseason. I don't really care. Yeah, but when you do that in the first game of the season, the third game of the season, the tenth game of the season, most games of the season, he has nine turnovers in an NBA game It's like the third most turnovers ever in a game. That's James Harden type stats. That's bad. That's what I'm just here. Russell Westbrook and this Lakers team, they're compelling to me. Okay? Interesting things to think about here in LA. Just like in Miami with the Dolphins. You know, two franchises that are historically ran well. But now they're kind of thinking some things through. It was Rob Palinka their right GM. Is everything like this in between? Is Vogel a good coach? Taylor Norton Tucker's going to be out for a month. Saying he's their bright star. is going to be out for a while. Interesting things going on in L.A. Lakers not saying they're going to have a bad season. You know we got our Lakers. You know we got our NBA special coming up next week for the NBA season. We're going to give my Lakers record prediction, NBA finals prediction. It might be the Lakers. It might not be, but they're compelling to me. They still the Kings of L.A., the Clippers, quiet out for the rest of the season. Got a lot of things to think about. That's about for my Lakers spotlight this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Okay, I want to start this college football showcase by doing this. Horns down. Okay. Oklahoma OU puts in Caleb Williams and wins the Red River show, Red River Rivalry at the State Fair. What a game that was. It was an awesome MC. They get a 28-7 comeback. Caleb Williams will be better than Jalen Hurts, will be better than Kyler Murray, and will be better than Baker Mayfield. He will be maybe the best quarterback in OU history. You can quote me on that. You can call me crazy, you can pull this back in three years and say, well, it's the worst take ever. I really don't care. Caleb Williams has a chance to be that. You gotta realize, he was the number one quarterback out of high school last year. Won the Elite 11. Yeah, I think Kyler Murray also won the Elite 11. Spencer Rattler also won the Elite 11. But there's a different thing with Caleb Williams and Spencer Rattler. It's an attitude thing to Spencer Rattler. I'm not gonna question his work ethic because I don't play college football. I'm not ever gonna play college football. So I'm not questioning that by Spencer Riley. You know, you say he might work wake up at 5:30 a.m. to work out and practice for the season. You can say that. But I'm not questioning his worth of the ethic. I'm questioning his ability to lead a football team. You heard things bad in high school when he got suspended. You heard things bad now. Hearing things bad now. That's all I'm trying to say here. Spencer Riley, not a good leader, in my opinion. Caleb Williams, the right guy for this team. And they can win out. They can. Caleb Williams is a great quarterback He should be a starting quarterback for this team. And he definitely will be. But let's take things down to the bio, everybody, and we're right before we do our top twenty-five here in a second. Edo looks beat up. He looks rugged down and he looks going, going, and gone. Maybe before the season, maybe after. Because they want Arch Manning. They're gonna get rid of him. Probably by the end of the season, which is the right move. You know, you got former defense coordinator Dave Aranda tearing things up at Baylor right now. Let Baylor's season play out first heard a certain couple of LSU fans telling me, oh Dave Aranda. I'm saying let things play out first in Baylor season. That's all I'm trying to say Edo looks beat up, rug down. I don't think he's going to be the head coach of this team next year. I really don't. I think it might be Dave Aranda. I think it might be Joe Brady. It might be someone else. Okay, Mario Cristobal, Luke Fickle. But I heard they want to hire someone who can get the March man. And they're not on the sweepstakes right now. Alabama, Georgia, Ole Miss. They all are. Maybe hire Lane Kiffin. Never know. I don't think Lane Kiffin leaves Ole Miss for a while, though. Ed all looks beat up. He does. But let's hop into our top 25 teams. After week six, we got to shake some things up with the number one team in the country Alabama losing. Number one. The Georgia Bulldogs, 2, Cincinnati, 3, Oklahoma, 4, Iowa, 5, Alabama, 6, Michigan, 7, Penn State, 8, Ohio State, 9, Kentucky, 10, Michigan State, 11, Oregon, 12, Coastal Carolina, 13, Ole Miss, 14, Oklahoma State, 15, Wake Forest, 16, Texas A&M, 17, Notre Dame, 18, Arizona State, 19, North Carolina State, 20, Texas, 21, SMU, 22, Pitt, 23, Arkansas, 24, Florida, 25 UTSA. You're saying, whoa, 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 why are these teams so high and why is this team so low? a St. M's ranked number 16 with two losses in my rankings. Why? Because they're figuring things out when they lost Arkansas. They're still figuring things out when they lost Mississippi State. Everyone's like, oh, it's gonna be a massacre of the Alabama AM game. Zach Ozada looking like a great NFL quarterback, like Jimbo said. People are saying, oh, Jimbo says he's gonna be an NFL quarterback, doesn't even look like a power five quarterback. Zach Ozada. Looks like maybe the next Derek Carr, like you said he might be. Zach Calzada's a great NFL He's going to be a great quarterback. Okay, he is a great quarterback. One of the best quarterbacks in college football. What a great game. But Zach Calzada, number 16 team in the country in my rankings. Score of sports, top 25 rankings after week six. is the Texas A&M Aggies. I wish I could put my Michigan Wolverines over Alabama. But you can't do it. Michigan Wolverines, 6-0. Great start to the season. Great start. Alabama's 5-1, though. In all reality, if we made a power rankings here, Alabama's the second best team in the country. But we have to punish them a little bit. Alabama moving down number five. I'm making my Cincinnati Bearcats the number two team in the country. Kentucky's number nine. We'll pick that game coming up, the game of the week. But let me ask you this right here. What if Kentucky beats Georgia? Where's Kentucky go? They jump up to number one, number two, number three. I'm making Cincinnati number one if Georgia loses this week. But I don't think they will. Okay, a little sneak peek a game coming up. I'll talk more about it later. But that's about my top 25 this week, Square Sports top 25. Stay tuned for the games of the week and more to come. Squid Sports with Liam like episode 52. Stay tuned. Now the games of the week, everybody. You know you're always starved with our walk of the week. I might be getting aggressive here, but Oklahoma minus 14 against TCU, everybody. Okay, I think it's she at minus 13 and a half right now against TCU. But I think it's a good pick. Caleb Williams should start this game, and I do think he starts this game. Max Duggan. TCU's quarterbacks after this game and their best playmaker on offense, Zach Evans. Yeah, this offense is not gonna do well this game for TCU. I don't think the defense does well either. I'm taking Oklahoma, minus thirteen and a half. You know, you could say, oh, it might be a little rivalry game going on there. You know, Texas OU route, Texas school in Oklahoma, but you know, I don't think that happens here. I'm taking Oklahoma, minus thirteen and a half yes, TCU. Now, let's pick the game of the week, and I kinda repicked it in the top twenty five, but let's go more in depth here. Okay, the game of the week. People you know what the spread is right now in Georgia, Kentucky? It's twenty-three now. I don't believe a single chance that, Oklahoma, that Georgia's going to win this game by 24 points. I really don't. I think it's going to be close. I think if JTNL plays this game, they might win by 24 points. But I don't think he plays this game. I think Stetson plays this game. Okay? Because I don't think JTNL is fully healthy. But it's a top-ten matchup. Maybe the biggest test Georgia's faced all the season. Give me Georgia, though, winning this one 35-21. Give me Georgia. Will Love is gonna keep them in this game for a little bit, and then they're just gonna collapse a little bit. This isn't a top five, top three offense college football, Georgia, in my opinion. But it is the best defense of the decade, of the century, whatever you want to say here. Okay, maybe of all time. Georgia's defense is amazing. shut. You know, Kentucky's gonna get into the end zone three times, but I think one of them is maybe a garbage time touchdown, anything like that. Okay, that's all I'm trying to say here. That's about Coach Post Showcase this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Okay, I know it's only after we—I know it's only week seven of the college football season—but I'm excited for the rest of the college football season. You know, we got Alabama losing and everything like that. Let's do my top five bowl predictions for the rest of the college football season. Let's top and do a we'll go five to one here. Number five, Ole Miss finishes the season eleven and two, winning a New Year's Six bowl game. Okay, you know I had a ten 2 but then I think they're going to win a New Year's Six bowl uh, game. Ole Miss is a great team. Finishes the season eleven and two. Okay, only gets one more loss in the season. I think that loss to Texas A&M Aggies. So we're going to talk about here in this segment for sure. Number five, Ole Miss finishing season 11-2. and Number four, my Michigan Wolverines win out and make the college football playoff for the first time under Jim Harbor. You say, oh, it's a biased pick. It's a biased pick. It's a biased pick. I think we beat CJ Stroud in Ohio State. I think we beat Sean Clifford if he's healthy in Penn State. I think we beat Peyton Thorne, fig quarterback, fake superstar quarterback Peyton Thorne. Let me, read, let, me read, let me read that. Okay? I don't think Peyton Thorne is top-10 quarterback in college but I don't even think he's a top-20 quarterback in college football. Because you know what? I think if you get pressure under Peyton Thorne, which Michigan has, probably one of the best defensive lines in college football, okay, linebackers need to show up a little bit there. If the linebackers don't show up, Michigan's losing that game. But I think they do. I think Josh Ross shows up, is fully healthy for that game. My Michigan Wolverines got shown adversity this week against Nebraska, and they excelled under the pressure. K. McNamara threw his first interception of the season, got sacked for the first time this season, and they won the game. He bounced back from that. This is one of the best offensive lines in college football. Get realize. This offensive line hadn't allowed their starting quarterback to get sacked once this year until last week. And then I don't t- him get sacked once. Okay, Kate McNamara's a good quarterback. Just had one bonehead play against Nebraska. I think my michigan win out for the rest of the season. Number four. Number three. Another team winning out. Texas wins out and wins the Big 12 championship. Okay, I said Oklahoma is probably going to win out for the rest of the regular season. But I think they meet in the conference championship game. And I have Texas winning that game. Okay, I really do. In Jerry World. In Jerry World. AT&T Stadium. Cowboy Stadium. I have Texas winning that game. I do. Okay. It's gonna be a good game. But I do have Texas winning that game, winning out, and winning the Big 12 championship if they can get past Baylor, if they can get past Iowa State, and they can get past Oklahoma in the conference championship game. You could say, "Oh, playoffs, playoffs, playoffs." I don't think they get in the playoffs. Too many teams. Not gonna get in the playoffs. It's a two-loss team. I would take an Alabama, two-loss team, over a Texas two-loss team any day of the week. But I think you could do make a New Year's Six bowl. Maybe you don't win that New Year's Six bowl. Maybe you don't. But call me crazy. Texas wins out the rest of the season and wins the Big 12 championship. Number two, Pittsburgh wins the ACC. One loss, it makes near six bowl. You know, I kind of feel bad for Pitt. They got a great quarterback, Kenny Pickett. And then they just had one terrible loss to Western Michigan. Western Michigan's not a good team. Michigan won't beat them. 47 to 14. Go away from Michigan. Pitt ends up being great this season, which I do think they will. They have one of the best quarterbacks in college football, top five quarterback in college football. Most touchdowns in the country right now. Only one interception for Kenny Pickett. Two gloves, Kenny. Okay, where's two gloves? Like Ted Bridgewater. But Kenny Pickett and his Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh team. Okay. They do beat. Clemson, they do beat all these other teams, North Carolina, whoever's resting on their schedule. And they do make the ACC championship game, win the ACC championship game, and they do make a New Year's Six Bowl. And it's not going to be the Orange Bowl because that's a playoff game this year. Maybe the Fiesta Bowl, maybe the Cotton Bowl, maybe the Sugar Bowl, something like that. But Pitt does make a New Year's Six Bowl this year and wins out the rest of the season, winning the ACC. I'm sorry, Wake Forest. You're in the future right now, but you won't be for the rest of the season. You just won. I think you finished the season with three losses, maybe. I'm sorry, Sam Harton. I am. But Pitt does make an early 6 ball and wins ACC, in my opinion. Number one, the last bull prediction, call me crazy, you can. Alabama, roll tide, does not make college football playoff this year. I do think they will be a top-four team in college football. But I think it comes down to Selection Sunday, everybody. I think they'll make the SEC championship game. They go up against Georgia, and Georgia beats them 27 24 in a great game by both teams. But then you got two loss Alabama. You got maybe a one loss Iowa, an undefeated Michigan, and undefeated Cincinnati. I don't think it's the year where you can get a two loss team to the playoff over a group of five team. This is the best group of five team we've seen in the college football playoff era, Cincinnati is, because they have the resume. They have the two power five wins over Notre Dame and Indiana. They have the top ten win over Notre Dame. And then they have the great win over Indiana, power five win. Okay, that's all I'm trying to say here. That's about it for my top five bowl predictions the rest of college football season. Leave in the comment section if you're excited for the rest of college football season. That's about for that this week. Okay, now we got the million dollar question coming up here. Question of the day. Will Kyrie Irving play this season? Leave your answer in the comment section. I don't think so. Okay. Because in you know, even if he does play season and he's not vaccinated, he plays the road games or whatever, which Sean Mark says he's not gonna allow him to. Jam the Nets but let's say he changed his mind, does you get a Nets Lakers playoff series? What final series? You get a Nets Knicks final series. Kyrie Irving, the second best player on the Nets team, isn't playing that series. He just isn't. Actually, let me free, free rephrase that. The third best player in the Nets team. James is the second best player on the Nets team. Katie's number one, like always. But that's perfect question this week. Will Kyrie Irving play this season? The million dollar question on everybody's mind. Leave your answer in the comment section. That's the for of sports land for Absolutely 52. Thank you for tuning in. Follow Squared Sports on Instagram, at Squared Sports. Follow Squared Sports on Twitter, at Squared Sport. Follow Squared Sports on TikTok, at Squared Sports. Follow DB Podcast, the best podcast producers in the game, on social media, at DB Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review for the best sports content in the world. We'll be back for you next week on episode number 53. Stay tuned.